everybody, Brian Boyle here, and welcome to Run Painless, Run Ageless, another podcast that uh, episode here for you. If you are looking for my background, I would encourage you to head back to episode one. I tell you all about who I am as a physical therapist and as a runner and why you should be listening to this, who this audience is for. Uh, so I encourage you to go back to episode one if you haven't. But uh, ideally, this is for that uh, that older runner, that runner that is looking for the secret sauce, if you will, that can be able to continue running into the sunset, into uh, longevity and uh, uh, well into old age. And so my goal is to keep you running healthy and happy. Uh, You'll never hear me tell you to stop running unless it's an extreme emergency. Uh, Most of the time I try and keep uh, runners running, uh, you know, even through some sort of injury or rehab. That's uh, that's my philosophy. But uh, um, there are a lot of folks that will tell you otherwise. There's a lot of very conservative things out there. So this is a little bit more aggressive. This is, uh, you know, this is going to keep you running. This isn't the, hey, you know, you've got pain, you should stop. You're going to hear that from everybody else. You're not going to hear that from me. So today what I'm going to talk to you about is plantar fasciitis. And as a, a patient of mine called it plantar fanniitis, uh, this is not plantar fanniitis. If you're looking for that episode, you can probably go check that out somewhere else. Uh, but this is about plantar fasciitis. So plantar fasciitis, the, uh, the plantar fascia uh, in the bottom of the foot gets inflamed. This is connective tissue, so, but this is a, a thicker band of connective tissue than what we talked about in a previous episode where it's sort of like the stringy stuff of the orange that keeps things together. While this does, it's a thicker band. This is what keeps the arch of the foot, the long arch of the foot, uh, intact and it allows you to have some shape to the foot. If you've got that Freddie Flintstone foot and your, your arch has fallen, uh, typically what's happened is that the, that the connective tissue has become elongated. Uh, there is a, um, an actual medical condition called a Charcot foot, which is a, uh, a diabetic complication. Typically, it's where the arch of the foot, the bones literally shift. Uh, that is a tr- like a true medical emergency where sometimes you have to have surgery. Um, you know, or just at least a shoe, uh, you know, that, that's fitted for that and your running days are over at that point. Um, but we're talking about not that, we're talking about plantar fasciitis. The fascia itself becomes inflamed and really can't, if we think about it, really can't become inflamed. So it's the tissues around it. So it is kind of a misnomer. Uh, we can get where the connective tissue attaches into the bone itself can become inflamed. Um, but the tissue, because it's connective tissue, really doesn't get inflamed. It's more the muscles and, and such around. So, uh, like I said, a little bit of a misnomer, but the uh, uh, the thing that uh, that you don't want to do is let this thing go. So I've seen plenty of people that have had uh, you know pain and they've let it go. They say, "Oh, I'll just run and, and 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 not really do a whole lot for it." This is one of those that I would definitely encourage you to seek counsel for, uh, whether it's somebody locally or you know send me an email, Brian B R I A N at company the number five K dot com. I'd be happy to get back to you. But, uh, um, you know, this is something that you don't want to just play around with. We usually start off with making sure that you're wearing shoes uh, all the time. So this is no more barefoot. Even if you've got, uh, you know, a beach trip coming up, you're going to wear sandals. Uh, You know, typically a little bit of a heel uh, elevation is going to be better for you. If your shoes are are kind of flat, then we might put a a small heel lift in just to lift the foot up a little bit. Um, You know, again, what it does is it takes the pressure off of the arch so that the arch doesn't continue to, to fall and rise as you step. Uh, then ice is a uh, is a really good one. You can take. Uh, they've got that Recoup Fitness uh, uh, ice ball that uh, you know is is nice. 
Um, you can use that. You can use just a paper cup, fill it with water, put that in the freezer. And, uh, you know, once the, the water's frozen, peel the paper off and you can ice massage that. Uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, I've got uh, episode 113 and 114 of the Mesh Tongue. That's M-E-S-H, Tongue. Uh, I've got two episodes on how to tape and self-tape for, uh, for the house, uh, you know, that, uh, that you can tape the arches if you don't feel comfortable with taping the arches, you can always head to a physical therapist that, you know, they'll be happy. Um, you know, a sports trained physical therapist, look for one that's a runner. Uh, they'll be happy to, uh, to show you this as well. Um, in the extreme conditions, they, you know, the physician may want to give you a cortisone injection. Uh, you know, there is a kind of an inch window towards the back of the heel that uh, that they can give you a, a cortisone injection. And if somebody wants to give you a cortisone injection in either the heel pad or in the middle of the foot, uh, run for the hills. Do not allow anybody to ever inject in either one of those, especially cortisone. It will dissolve the fat pad in the heel uh, and also in the middle of the foot. So there, there is about a one inch section. Uh, you can YouTube it and see it, it's sort of be, you know in front of the heel, um, but not necessarily into the middle of the foot. I'd be happy again just to, to kind of give you some direction on that if, if, uh, if that's the case where you've been dealing with this for a real long time and now the <clears throat> the next suggestion was kind of this uh, this cortisone injection. Sometimes we will put a walking boot on, um, depending on how severe it is. You know, again, what that walking boot does is allow the foot to roll. Uh, it's a cam, you know, kind of shaped walking boot, so it just allows the foot to roll without actually bending the arch. Um, again, these are the extremes, but if this is something that's just coming on, sometimes changing the shoes, if the arch in your shoe isn't, uh, you know, isn't good, uh, you know, and remember always pick running shoes with comfort in mind. Okay. So if you feel like you've got a break in a running shoe, do not buy it. All right. They're not patent leather shoes, patent leather shoes. You break in running shoes. If they don't feel comfortable to begin with, that's the clear decision maker. Deal breaker, baby shaker, whatever you want to call it. Okay, if uh, if it doesn't feel good on the foot when you first put your foot in, I don't care what you say about the color, about oh everyone else is talking about this. Runners World said this. Uh, you know Joe down at uh, uh, the last race was wearing those and he won. Okay, you know whatever it may be, if they don't fit on your foot. Do not wear them, okay? Just just leave them at the shoe store and, and, and keep looking. Um, you know, but but getting new shoes can help depending on how old the shoe is, uh, you know, with the plantar fasciitis. And then, you know, when we think about plantar fasciitis, if it's caught early enough, okay, if it's caught early enough within the first week or so that you're having some discomfort, uh, you know, we can try some gentle stretching uh, as well. That uh, the stretching and uh, you know, seems to help stretching ice. Uh, you know, wearing shoes all the time, it can seem to help. If it goes on a lot further, stretching, you know, doesn't typically help with this. Uh, so that's why, you know, within the first week or two, you, you need to kind of get this in, in the, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, treatment rolling. If caught early enough, uh, you know, think about, uh, you know, doing yourself, you know, doing the stuff at home or even going into a physical therapist, um, you know, physical therapist visit, you're probably three to four visits. If caught early enough, if caught later, you could be looking at 12 to 24 visits. Figure 100 to $150 a visit on that. You do the math. You want to spend $400 on a visit, or you want to spend, you know, you know, $1,200 to uh, to $2,400 for uh, for your care, especially if you haven't met your deductible yet. And again, we're talking now. It's January. People haven't met their deductible. Um, you know, and again, depending on how severe this stuff is. 
Typically, x-rays aren't going to show anything unless you're suspecting that there's a fracture. MRI is not really going to do much for you. So diagnostic testing, not a, uh, you know, really a viable option. Uh, in direct access states for physical therapy, you can go see your physical therapist. You don't even need to go see the physician, especially if it's one of those things that you've been running. You now all of a sudden have this heel pain or foot pain, uh, you know, go right in and, uh, you know, they can evaluate and start treatment right away. If, uh, uh, you know, if you do decide to go to the physician, uh, you know, again, you're looking at uh, 150 to 200 bucks for the visit. Uh, don't necessarily have them do any x-rays or diagnostics. You know, again, they, they are going to practice some defensive medicine. That's okay. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, ask for the referral to the physical therapist, especially if you're in a limited access state uh, where that means that the therapist can only do an evaluation. They can't do both evaluation and treatment. Uh, so that's going to be important. You're going to have to go to the doctor anyway. Say, hey, I just want to you know, refer to the physical therapist. You know, let them do their thing, and, and, and away you go. Um, what else about plantar fasciitis? So, uh, you know, this is one of those things that can heal and does heal up nicely if caught early enough. Uh, you'll hear the horror stories of po- folks that have had, uh, you know, pain in their uh, plantar fascia forever and ever. And, uh, and typically in that regard, it's usually not a plantar fasciitis. Um, you know, typically it's something else. But, uh, you know, or there's, a, there's actually a change in the foot. Sometimes an orthotic can help. Orthotics are really only good, though, for about 12 to 16 weeks. And then, you know, you're pretty much going to put that away. Uh, I would always have somebody start off with a semi-custom or kind of an off-the-shelf to see if it's even going to fit. The other key with this is if you can't lift your, if you can't lift your arch, okay, off of the floor. So think about it, put your foot flat on the floor and pull your big toe back, okay, and see if you can kind of turn your foot into an arch, uh, and also then try and come up onto your tiptoes. And if you're when you're on your tiptoes, uh, you know if your foot arches and you actually have an arch, you can have somebody look at you or look in the mirror. Then you may respond well to an orthotic. If you can't do either one of these, if you can't have your foot flat on the ground and pull your big toe back and create an arch, or can't lift up on your tiptoes and create an arch that way, probably not going to do well with an orthotic. Okay, just it's just the way it is. And at that point, you may need to go to uh, a little something a little bit more softer cushioning just to kind of give you a, a little bit of support in the foot. Um, but don't let somebody sell you an orthotic for five or six hundred bucks if you can't do one of those two things with the with the arch. All right, so that's plantar fasciitis. If you've got questions, again, email me, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at company5k.com. I'll be happy to get back to you. All right, and uh, at that point, you know, until next time, Brian Boyle signing off. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, take care. Bye.